Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of Maycom Technology Solutions. They're based in Lowell, Mass., and the shares are up about 3 3.5% so far this year. We're going to find out exactly what the company does and give a little bit of detail about things such as microwave, millimeter, and wave applications, all the things that serve many of the technology customers throughout the United States. That's all coming up. Right now, though, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim Fox. Stocks bouncing along the bottom. We're brought to you by National Realty. Providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City Realty Investments. See them at nria.net. Stocks are falling as heightened political and security risks rattle emerging markets, adding to the anxiety surrounding the outlook for interest rates amid uneven growth in the U.S. economy. Oil is tumbling. West Texas Intermediate Crude down 2.9%, falling $1.41 a barrel to $46.69. Dominic Constam is head of global rates research at Deutsche Bank Securities. And on Bloomberg Television this morning, he talked about the Fed speech coming up Friday, along with the interest rate environment. We'll definitely be prone to sort of mini shocks, uh, if you like, in the sense whereby uh, this uh, hunt for yield and this uh, mm-hmm. financial repression you're going through that pushes investors right. into certain asset classes, uh, they every now and again uh, may have to sort of uh, take a breather. And the way they take a breather is the Fed sort of wakes up and says, oh, right. maybe we should raise rates uh, because uh, this has gone a little bit too far too quickly. The 10-year down 230 seconds, that yield 1.55%. The former CEO of Converse Technology, who hid in Africa for a decade, has pleaded guilty in New York to fraud for backdating stock options. Jacob Kobe Alexander returned to New York yesterday from Namibia to face federal charges originally filed in 2006, while he had faced 35 counts related to the backdating of stock options. Alexander pleaded guilty to one count of securities fraud and asked the judge to be lenient in sentencing him. S&P down 11, a drop of 0.5%. Gold down 1.3%. Now, the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. An Italian firefighter says an eight-year-old girl has been pulled alive from the rubble left by an earthquake that destroyed three central Italian towns today. At least 120 people were killed. Donald Trump is again urging African Americans and Hispanics living in inner cities to give him a chance. Speaking in Tampa, Florida today, Trump said Democratic policies have only led to more poverty, crime, and joblessness in cities like Chicago and Baltimore. I'm asking for the honor of your vote so that I can fight for you. That's African-American, that's Hispanic, and that's all Americans. 
The Clinton Foundation is under intense criticism from Republicans who accuse it of being a non-transparent and corrupt institution. Libertarian presidential candidate Gary Johnson says it's within the law to give contributions to gain access into an institution or organization. But Johnson says he does see an element of pay-to-play. None of this is illegal. It's just that the implication and the fact that it is being paid and that it, it, it's unstated. Look, if you don't pay for that access, you don't get the access. Police have arrested two people who they say burglarized the Indonesian consulate in Manhattan. Investigators say surveillance video shows 18-year-old David Rivera and 16-year-old Tiana Nunez inside the consulate early Monday morning. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ are all declining. 26 minutes to go ahead of the close on a Wednesday. S&P 500 index falling 11 points now to 21.75, a drop of five-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Maycom, partners from radio frequencies to light. Here to tell us more about it is John Croto. He is the chief executive of Maycom. Their symbol on the NASDAQ is MTSI, and he can tell us all about 5G. Uh, John, thanks very much for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, before we get into the world of 5G, can you just mm-hmm. help me understand the, a little bit about the history of Maycom Technology Solutions? Because uh, were you at one point, uh, I, I guess you were supplying products to the U.S. Army. Yeah, actually, the company's roots date back to just after the Second World War. Uh, it was actually founded with uh, folks out of MIT doing the very first microwave components for the very first radar systems. So it's been a, it's been a long road, close to seven decades. And uh, you're based in Lowell, Mass. Uh, now, tell us about uh, 5G. What exactly is 5G? Well, 5G is the next uh, wireless radio standard. Uh, it's higher frequencies for higher data rates, broader coverage, more uh, more dense coverage of uh, uh, for cell phones and smartphones and data services. John, I, so I started covering tech three years ago, and 5G was being talked about then, and now we're still kind of waiting. I guess at what point does this become a reality? Well, it depends on what flavor of 5G you're talking about. It's you know, there's a whole collection of technologies that are. Uh, uh, that comprise 5G. So uh, there are versions which I would describe more like 4.5G mm-hmm. that are within the next few years. Uh, and then depending on, the, on how uh, extensive you think about it, it would be as much as five years. And, John, what would uh, the role of MACOM teleco- uh, technology play in the introduction of 5G technology? So when you're talking about the frequency bands for 5G, you're getting up to what's called millimeter wave, which are several gigahertz in frequency, so well beyond radio frequency waves. And we've been a leader in that very, very high-end performance of wireless technology and optical technologies uh, for decades. So it's really playing into our wheelhouse. 
So when I when I look about and think about the semiconductor industry, uh, there's a lot of M&A. It has been kind of the 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 key vein throughout these past few years. And and since you all went public back in in what 2012, it seems like you've also acquired five companies. I guess how does that fit into Maycom's strategy uh, in terms of buying rather than than building? I would say the impetus behind the M&A, uh, the last year has unquestionably been a uh, year of consolidation for the broader semiconductor industry. Right. We really operate within a more esoteric niche at the very, very high end of the performance spectrum. A lot of the other consolidation is really uh, consolidation of underperformers. Uh, there are a lot of companies that have failed to grow, failed to return on investments in, in research and development. And that's what that's all about, delivering shareholder uh, value in the form of consolidation. Our M&A strategy is different. We have built a portfolio uh, through kind of inorganic assembly of technologies, really targeting secular growth drivers in the industry. Can you give us an example of some of your customers and the products that you sell to them? Sure. Our biggest, our hottest part of the portfolio right now is our optical business. That's really being fueled by what is essentially an insatiable demand and bandwidth. You know, this cloud-connected apps economy that we live in is really driving a need of a whole new build-out of the long-haul networks, metropolitan networks, data center interconnects, data centers. There's uh, the whole Internet backbone is being rebuilt largely with technologies that we provide. As, I was just going to say, as part of that, that build-out, I mean, uh, are you finding that uh, the uh, expansion of, of these networks, uh, are they being delayed? Because I note, for example, that some of the efforts uh, by Google uh, in uh, several of their markets to roll out high-speed uh, fiber uh, have run into some roadblocks. Sure. In the U.S., you know, there's been some delays, there's fits and starts, but I would say globally it's exploding. Uh, not the least of which is China. We have a very strong position. A lot of our sales are going into the rebuild out of the China uh, Internet infrastructure, everything from fiber to the home, uh, the equivalent of Fios in the U.S., uh, through the long-haul networks, metro networks, as I mentioned. China's interesting because they tend to prefer homegrown businesses for their uh, technology back-end providers. Uh, how did you get into that market? Yeah, you know, there's no question. Any, any, I would point out any country, any, any company prefers homegrown local technologies. Uh, we tend to specialize in technology spaces that are so advanced and such leading edge that, uh, uh, they tend not to play to the merits of a cost-based economy. Uh, so it's, it's very much all about innovation and what we do and the, and the, absolute leading-edge technologies where we really don't have much Asian competition. So, you know, the guys building out that network in China, like Huawei or ZTE, uh, come to us. You know, we're the foremost provider of many of these technologies globally. So a bet on the expansion of cloud is a bet on Maycom. Thank you, uh, President and CEO of Maycom, John Crotow, for joining us today talking about the semiconductor industry. I am Alex Barinka in for Kathleen Hayes here with uh, Pim Fox. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Coming up, uh, we have some talk about the market outlook from David Dietz, founder and chief investment strategist at Point View Wealth. We hope you'll stay with us at Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, what about investing in banks? Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo and Morgan Stanley, plus an investment in energy. We've got details. That's next.